You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's The Lying Game After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The Lying Game After Show. Hello, Lion Game fans. Bing is for doing, and we are doing another after show for The Lion Game, season two. And there is a lot to cover tonight. I mean, we got some answers. What did you think about it? It was juicy. Yeah. A lot of things unraveled. Yes, definitely. I'm your host, Kathy Kelly, and then joining me today is the lovely... Danica Kennedy. And so let's jump right into this episode. Um, A little bit of recap from last week. One of the things that I wanted to mention is Mads and Ethan ended next to the pool. We were kind of wondering if something was going to happen. They wake up fully clothed. Yeah. Doesn't really seem like anything happened. They must, they, they had a heart to heart about their dating drama with, you know, Jordan. And then Ethan kind of told her about Emma versus Sutton. Um, so it was very. It was more of them being drunk PG. and venting to each other, yeah. not hooking up. But I feel like that's something that you see girlfriends doing, not. I know. I don't know. It's because they're both still involved mm-hmm. with the other people that they want. But I was surprised. I thought he was going to hook up with her because... They made it seem they, like that. Yeah, and they were both really drunks. and they Tricky were just, producers. And Mads has a little bit of a reputation for doing that. Especially... Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Especially the pool made me think that they were going to because she hooked up with Jordan in a pool and like got into her underwear and stuff, and that's how they first hooked up. So I thought, oh, maybe she's going to have like another thing where she gets caught in the pool with another yeah. guy or something, but they didn't take that route. Yeah. Um, so, Mads also, later in this episode, we see um, Ethan's going up to Emma and Mads, it was kind of weird for me because Mads didn't mention that she had hung out with Ethan that night. Like, she was like, oh, did you hang out with Jordan? She's like, no. And Ethan's right there. You would think she would say, like, if nothing happened, though. Yeah, what'd she say? She's like, oh, I need to grab a bite to eat. Bye. And, and just then just, left. like, walked away. I mean, I understand she knew that Ethan wanted to talk to her about stuff, but it just seemed kind of fishy. Yeah. I'm surprised she didn't say it either, but I think she just wanted to, like, leave them alone so they could talk since she heard him vent about her all night. Yeah, But before that, um, Emma did apologize to Mads and said, you know, I'm really sorry for not including you in this plan, which, I mean, just shows the character of Emma. Yeah, she's the nice one. Yeah. With the heart. Definitely. Um, So... This gets into a lot of relationship drama. Um, We've had this love square for the past, for this entire season, actually. Um, Even parts of last season where um, we're kind of wondering, does Emma have feelings for Ethan? And you and I, Danica, have called it for, I don't know how long. It's so obvious. Yeah, it's so obvious that these two characters have chemistry together. It kind of seems like they're fated. Um, in some way to end up together, but um, it's been a tough road. 
they're crazy about each other. And I think that Emma has wanted to move on and she wants to like there, but you can't help who you like and who you're attracted to, even if other people think that they're right or wrong for you. Definitely. And and that's one of those things that so many people struggle with, like the guy or the girl that's good on paper versus the one that you're really attracted to. And you have to go after your heart, I think, because yeah. you don't want to be with someone just because of what other people want. You want to be some with someone that you care about and yeah. you want. It, it kind of, it's hard because if you do end up with that person that's good on paper, there's probably something that you're always going to be lacking in that relationship, even though it looks like it's all there. And being content in a relationship, but not truly happy is not that fun. Yeah. <laughs> What do you think, like, if you were in her shoes, who would you like more? I mean... Is that a weird question? <laughs> I, I don't know. If being in her shoes, it's clear, clear to me as a viewer that she's attracted to Ethan and that there's something, you know, deeper with them, um, even though Thayer is a good guy. Yeah. I, I, I want Thayer to, like, I, I almost pity him. Um, not pity, but, like, I feel bad for him because he hasn't really done anything wrong. No. And he's the victim in every situation, too. It isn't just yeah. with this relationship. It's with his dad and stuff. He's always the victim, but yeah. he's a really nice guy, and it makes me sympathize for him. It does suck for him. He's always getting the short end of the stick, and especially when Ethan has hooked up with Sutton several times even though he says that he's not over Emma and just he's done some things that like if you were to hear oh that guy's cheated on you you would say to that girl never get back together with him mm -hmm. like that's just the clear cut way but sometimes it's not always that easy I want them to get back together me too I <laughs> really too. do <laughs> I think that's the general consensus too I've seen a bunch of people tweeting like there are some shippers out there that love uh, Ethan and, and Emma they're cute together. together yeah they make pretty babies yeah uh, <laughs> but Emma in the end of last episode loses her virginity to Thayer and Originally, she says that um, it's everything she hoped for, but do you think towards the end of the episode she ends up regretting it? Yes, I think so. I think, well, throughout the episode when they're walking together and hanging out together, she didn't have that chemistry with Air like she did with Ethan, and I feel like she was saying that it, it was what she wanted to kind of just like reassure herself and be like, you didn't make a mistake, and uh, make sure she's doing the right thing, but... I think she wishes it was with Ethan, uh -huh. but just kind of, like, ruled that out as an option in the moment. I mean, she almost did lose her virginity to Ethan. It was, she was practically naked, or she was naked, and they were, like, on a bed, and then all of a sudden he says, I can't, because he had done stuff with uh, Sutton. Ugh, it's so bad. Shoulda, woulda, coulda, right? I know, <laughs> I know. Um, but... I, I don't know if she will regret it because Thayer is a really good guy. I know that she kind of wishes... I don't know. I think Ethan just wishes he could have both twins at the same time. I, I genuinely don't think that. I think that he wants whoever is going to be... It's nice, nice to see a guy that actually wants a nice girl. Mm -hmm. um, one that has morals and one that is loyal. And that is everything that Emma embodies. Um, but the general, no, the general guy um, is not oh, is that smart. <laughs> our, our engineer 
uh, is making funny gestures because he's like, oh, I like that girl, but I don't really know. <laughs> she doesn't <laughs> <Steven>. trust me. <laughs> um, so Ethan actually confronts Emma and he's pissed off because... He says, he even goes as far as to say, you know, Emma, maybe you and Sutton aren't that different after all. Yeah. Like with all of your scheming and whatever Ouch. else. Yeah. That, did you think that was too rough? Yeah, I think so, because she's not nearly as bad and at all. And so to accuse her of being like that, it's not true. I mean, that's the difference between these two girls. I think that you can make mistakes, but it's your character on how you try to fix them. And... I don't think Emma's intentions have ever been malicious. Sutton has definitely had malicious intentions pretty much in everything she does. There have been those few genuine moments, but for the most part, she's all about the scheming, how to, you know, further her life, how to make her life better, how to be happy for her, not other people. Yeah, and when Emma has plotted to do things it's only happened like once that she lied and plotted against people and it was for everyone's best interest yeah Yeah, a good cause and the way she handled it was really nice she wouldn't be like Sutton and just you know point fingers and backstab Mm -hmm. she apologized immediately to everyone which have we ever seen Sutton apologize no I don't think I have I was trying to think about that and she's getting a softer side I feel like She's, I mean, she's definitely becoming more genuine. And I think that she kind of was steered in the wrong direction. She's had bad influencers um, surrounding her, especially Rebecca. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, so Emma's kind of, as we said, coming to realize that she does have feelings for Ethan while she's still dating Thayer, and she's she's coming to terms with this. Uh, she ends up crying. Laurel consoles her, and um, which is adorable. I know it's it's cute. They have I'm, a really cute relationship. I'm so happy that Laurel finally knows, mm-hmm. and she's finally. There were several times during this episode where she was like, "Oh, so that was you when you gave me this speech, and that was Sutton when she did this." Yeah, and like <laughs> you were the nice one talking to me before Coachella and exactly talking about virginity and everything. So they had their bonding moments and I think that now that Laurel knows the facts more she's understanding her relationship with her better yeah um so Thayer and Ethan also get into a scuffle um a fight the fight I mean Thayer says does it make you jealous that like Emma trusts me and not you and uh he's like you know you screwed Sutton just trying to take as many jabs at Ethan as possible and then some actual jabs happen and when they first started hitting each other I'm like oh wonder who's gonna win yeah. of course Ethan is he's like the big oh buff he's guy. so built <laughs> if if uh, Thayer had won I would have been like you guys yeah, really right. really <laughs> um, <laughs> not even possible yeah but I mean it it's clear that there is tension and it's it's kind of sad to I, I almost wish that um Thayer was oblivious to all of this because I feel like it's only going to hurt him more in the long run. Um, He's going to be scarred once he finds out. Because I feel like they're going to get back together and then he's going to be... Like, what is he going to do? His family, his relationships, everything is just 
turning horrible for him, even though he's a nice guy. Maybe Thayer and Sutton will get back together. Work out oh. their differences. I They'll don't know. They'll just keep switching Probably not. back and forth. That's kind of weird. Guys. Incestuous. Is that weird? Twins? Yes, very weird. Um, I mean, I know that's some people's fantasy, but that's just gross. Yeah, I don't get it. Um, so. <laughs> yeah, Laure- somebody does in here. <laughs> Laurel ends up telling um, Ethan at the party that Emma's not over him, which sparks him to show up in Emma's room. Which and was good. She did that. I thought. Yeah, I'm. I'm really proud of Laurel, and she's. She said even she's like I don't I know it's not my place to say, but I really want to tell you. Um, and I feel like she's really coming into her own this season, so I'm proud of her on that. Um, but Emma showing up in, or Ethan showing up in Emma's room was definitely a surprise for me. Um, and even though they kissed and she didn't really have a reaction, you could tell, like, she was torn between talking to Ethan and answering her phone. Mm-hmm. She chose Ethan. Yeah. Even though it wasn't like a super hot kiss or anything. I can tell that she's into him more than Thayer. I I mean, she's obviously into him more than Thayer. It'll be interesting to see in the next few episodes what she actually acts on. Like, is she going to be the nice girl and confront Thayer and tell her her feelings or is she going to continue dating him and disregard everything that happened with Ethan? We'll have to get to that in predictions mm-hmm. and talk about what we think is going to happen. I, I think that it's very interesting. It almost parallels when um, Ethan kissed Sutton. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't his intention to kiss her. He thought that it was Emma. Um, so it was kind of the same situation where it was forced and it wasn't, you know, wasn't intentional um, on their part. But he still cheated. And now I think that this almost might allow Emma to realize, like, I didn't have this intention. It just happened. Yeah. Um, it's out so, of your control. You know, whether she can forgive Ethan for that or... I don't know. Have you ever noticed the guys just show up in her room? Like, there's that glass window thing and everyone just, like, waltz in there. You would think that it would be locked, especially with a murderer in town. Yeah, I was thinking that, too. Like, if if there was a murderer after me, I wouldn't even have the blinds open. I would, like, <laughs> I'd lock up everything. Yeah. They just walk on in. Yeah. Same with Pretty Little Liars. Those shows. <laughs> I, I was thinking, actually, I want to get into that, some of the parallels between this show and Pretty Little Liars. There's a lot. There, there are, but especially in this episode. Um... So let's jump right into Jordan and Mads, which kind of have a dark past, similar to Pretty Little Liars. Before we get into that, I just want to mention really quickly, um, if you are watching us live or watching us on YouTube, then please also go to iTunes and subscribe to us. All you have to do is type in TV. You can find our Line Game podcast. You can find a ton of other podcasts. We have about... 60 a week now. Um, so if you're a fan of any other shows from Pretty Little, Pretty, blah, Pretty Little Liars, <laughs> sorry, getting so excited about all the shows that we have. Uh, <laughs> we have uh, Bachelor, we have a Carrie Diaries. Things. Yeah, what other shows do you do? Carrie Diaries and Vanderpump Rules, which is tonight. Yeah, we have so many other shows. So definitely subscribe to all of those. And then also on our show, rate and comment because we really want to um, improve here at AfterBuzz and bring you the best quality um, after shows and podcasts possible. So please, you know, let us know how we're doing and tell a friend because that's how we grow here and are able to keep the lights on. Um, it's from support from you guys. Um, and we bring you all. All this free content so it's not asking for much it takes like 30 seconds 
really easy to do. Rate us five stars, please. Five stars. <laughs> That's what we love. Yes. Um, moving on. Hashtag Kelly Cupcake. Now. What? Kelly ha- Cupcake. Hashtag Kathy Kelly Cupcake. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> Just go for it. Okay. <laughs> um, so Jordan and Mats. Jordan has a very dark past. We are still in the we dark don't know about exactly his dark past. Yeah. What it is. Yes. Um, so. He explains to Mads why he took Laurel to prom. It was all Rebecca's doing, and she believes him. Was that too easy? I I didn't even think, like, oh, is she going to doubt him or not? But um, I guess so. I guess I wouldn't believe him right away, knowing that everyone lies in that town. But yeah. the whole thing that was weird about it is just how Rebecca has her thumb right on him and oh, is yeah. controlling everything that he does. And she's doing that to a couple people now, but especially him. I think I think the reason why Mads did believe him is because he explained to her how Rebecca came into his life and how she kind of like filled that void of, you know, his mother who left. Yeah. Um, she did fill it. So I want to know what she's made him do, though. I do too, and I'm. I know we will get that answer before the end of the season. Um, it's just we never know when. So many questions. <laughs> exactly. Um, so then, Alec also comes into play. He's. We know he's been suspicious of their relationship for several weeks now. Pretty much since Jordan came knew. into town, he's known. He has either some sixth sense. Or he is big brothering all of them because uh, Jordan even said, like, how does he know all of this information unless Maz is telling him? I feel like he has the inside scoop on everything, too. It's not just them. That is what parallels the line game. Alec is A. Pretty little liars. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, pretty little liars, yeah. Alec is A in pretty little liars. I can see that. Maybe the two will cross over, no. (laughs) Um, But he's he's the one that's, like, all-knowing and... It's, I feel like he's the only one that's all-knowing. I mean, there could be other everyone, people. But. Everyone has bits and pieces, but Alex seems to have the most information. And his lips are sealed. Yes, his lips are sealed. Um, well, they had their little golf date. They did have their the golf date between yep. Jordan and Alec, <laughs> yes. Um, not the rom- most romantic date, but uh, Alec is kind of trying to fish and get some dirt on... Um, his past on Jordan's past. Not I very think he's successful. also trying to get info about Rebecca too. Yeah, definitely some of that too. Um, but he's he's also he's become this very protective dad, and I think he's always been like that. But and he was nice. He said, "Just tell me what's going on, and I'll help you." I don't think that's, which I was like, I think that's a lie. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but. After that golf date, <laughs> as you coined it, uh, Jordan yells at Mad for telling Alec um, all of this information, even though she really didn't. Uh, we already mentioned that he's kind of all-knowing. Um, and Alec, there was this one scene um, where he, he like, tells... Like, Mads tells Alec that Jordan has a past, and I feel like it... It almost made him, like, something click with him. Like, he... I don't know. Like, oh, I get why Rebecca and him are doing something. Like, yeah. he, he put the puzzle, like, pieces, the puzzle together pieces together. Exactly. And was like, I need to find out more information. Just the look in his eye made me think that, yes, we know that he knows a lot, 
but I don't think that he even knows the full story. And he's just been connecting the dots, and that was, like, one of his final dots. It's so weird because... I feel like Alec and Rebecca probably knows second most about the information. It's like if they just talk to each other, they can become this, like, mastermind team Mm -hmm. and know everything. Yeah. But But they're not on the same team. They're not on the same team. No one's really on the same team. Even though they should be. Even though they're married. (laughs) Yeah. And they hate each other, pretty much. Yeah. Um, So, Sutton ends up catching on to Rebecca's scheming. And Rebecca's had a lot of scheming this season. She wants to get back together with Ted, which kind of happens. She wants to um, blame Alec for a lot of things. And I think that this is the first time... I mean, we've seen well, bits and pieces working. of it. Yeah, she. I mean, her schemes are working, but this is the first time where Sutton's really doubting Not her loyalty. Her yeah. Yeah. Um I mean we've seen Sutton kind of been like, "Oh, why why are you being so malicious and trying to split up Ted and Kristen? Kristen's actually a nice person." But um this is the first episode where we've really seen Sutton confront um Rebecca. Yeah. I think it was good that she stood up for her cuz it's not like she's just her follower anymore, like one of her minions. And I think it's good she like spoke how she felt Mm -hmm. and was like, look, you're not doing the right thing. Yeah. And spoke up for herself. Yeah. And I think that um, Sutton is also putting together a lot of the pieces, too. And we mentioned that they don't really... Her and Emma don't don't really work together well. But um, Sutton, I think, is also realizing that Emma does have some pieces. And she she said to Emma, she's like, well, if you think that Rebecca killed Derek, then why don't you confront her? Or if she has information, why don't you confront her? And so she is kind of trying to get information on why she shouldn't believe Rebecca. And that's why she went to Rebecca and was like, you could be the murderer, basically. Why should I trust trust you? Exactly. And then I actually wrote down the quote. She put like, oh, she said like, oh, you're my daughter. I would never lie to you. But she's lied to Emma. And I'm like, She's lied to Emma. Yeah. (laughs) When she said that, I was like, I don't trust her. Nope. So, uh, Rebecca reveals that one night she was given the picture of Alec hitting some, or hitting Derek with a tire iron. It was just in her room. Up to, like, he brings up the tire iron. Yeah, she said that it just happened randomly, and the tire iron was then found in her possession, too. So, um... She was given both of these items and then kind of pushed to frame Alec. She's like, if I have all these things, how could I not? Um, Because he has to finally pay for all of the things that he's done in the past. I wonder if they ever questioned Photoshopping. I think that they mentioned that last season or whenever we first saw the picture. And I think that they had someone um, check whether it was, you know, photoshopping or not. But then didn't they also say, I might be wrong, but I thought um, they said that uh, someone else, I know someone else came in before Alec, um, but did someone else come in after potentially? Or is that what we're still figuring out? I think, well, depending on what story you hear, I think he said he went in and, like, said something to the guy and left. Mm -hmm. And then whatever happened happened kind of thing was like his story I think so 
I mean, maybe he did get angry and like lift it up and then yeah. walk out. There's so many mysteries. Or just it's to hard. like scare him. It could have been that too. Yeah. Um, because potentially Derek was self defense blackmailer. Like, get yeah. away and then like put it down. Yeah. Um, so Sutton confronts Rebecca about all of these things. She admits to, you know, that she framed Alec. And um, that also reminded me of The Lion Game. It's like, here, you have Pretty all Little these, Liars. Or, you're getting them mixed up. <laughs> they are the same show. They're the same show, yeah. Uh, Pretty Little Liars, yeah. It reminded me of Pretty Little Liars because um, she's given all of these pieces but doesn't really have the full information. Mm-hmm. But someone who we don't know who is pushing her pushing her Someone to do knows something. everything and is making Also, the hooded it. figure. I mean, there are so many crossovers yeah. this episode. So many different things. Yeah. I'm going to get the shows mixed up. I'm just, one day I'm going to come in here and just I be like... I am getting the shows mixed up. I'm already <laughs> getting the shows mixed up. I'll be like, A, did this to Alec. Wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sure everyone listening is a fan of both, so... Yeah, a lot of people... If you guys have this problem, too, <laughs> then make yeah, sure... Yeah, let us know if yeah. you do, because we sure do. Yes. Um, is there an A-team on the Lion Game, too? An A-team? Kind of. Yeah, she has her own little posse. Oh, yeah. man. That is similar. There's a lot of secrets. Yeah. A lot of mysteries. Lots of stuff going on. Kind yeah. of the same drama. Yeah. Um, so, truth about the twins. We're, we haven't figured it out fully, but we're finally getting closer. Um, Emma ended up speaking to Alec and saying, you know, you told me that you were going to tell me all of this stuff once you got out of jail and you haven't spilled the beans yet. So what gives? So tell me. Yeah. And I'm glad she did that. I'm glad she went up and... Yeah, I mean, it's it's almost a ballsy move because you don't know how dangerous he is. Um, and he he kind of tells her things like, Ted didn't split up the twins. He has he no idea know. that there are twins. Um, and he is your father. He's not the killer, um, which we don't know... Do you believe everything that he said? Well, I mean, Alec doesn't know for sure that Ted's not the killer, but he just said, you know, I've known him forever. You know him for, you know, you've known him for a while. You know that he's not the type who would kill someone. Well, that's what we even said last week. We're like, he doesn't seem like he would be the killer, but sometimes it is the most it's, innocent looking Exactly. People. That's always the serial killer. The one that, like, keeps to themselves and, like, just seems like a normal dude. It's really weird. Um, yeah. Um... But it's interesting that he didn't know about the twins. Mm-hmm. So it seems like Alec definitely was the one that orchestrated the whole twin the situation. Whole thing. Yeah, that's why he knows so much mm-hmm. too, and that's probably why Rebecca is trying to get her revenge on Alec because she did split up the twins, or he did split up the twins. So um, we figured out that Rebecca got pregnant 17 years ago and went to Alec and told him and said, "Don't tell Ted," and then he went and told Ted about it. And then they figured out the adoption thing so he would get one of the kids. But why did they split up the babies? And they just like put the other twin in a foster home? Yeah. Like that seems so weird. And then there was all the weird mix up with like the hospitals and like the Annie girl and like the other moms. It's like I wonder There's been a lot of covering up. Yeah, like something, something about Emma getting separated and why mm-hmm. is what we're really trying to find out now. Yeah. Um, t- er, Alec also tells Emma that Kristen doesn't know anything. She is completely oblivious and kept in the dark. And he kind of um, reveals 
in this episode that he wouldn't break Christian's heart. He really cares about her, which is different to see a softer side to to, or to Alec. Yeah, which makes me like him a little bit more. Yeah, he's definitely... The past few episodes, he seemed like a more likable person. Yeah. Not a killer, as we suspected. Um, I used to hate him. I used to be like, <laughs> no, I don't like that guy. <laughs> I hated him, too. I honestly thought that he was the killer. Me, too. Now we know that he isn't, or there's enough evidence to think he isn't. Um, but he tells uh, Emma to stay out of the investigation because it is a murder investigation. You don't want to get caught up in it. Mm-mm. Is Do you think that he's doing that to protect her or so that because she's like things. on the trail? Yeah. I think he's trying to keep it secret still. But he, that is a good point. That's like a really good excuse if that's what he's doing because yeah. you wouldn't want to get involved with that. Yeah. So two more topics. Um, Before we get into those, I just want to mention we have um, a new movie from our production company coming out. It's called Serial Buddies. It is going to be released in theaters on March 8th, and it's going to run through March 14th. It is going to be in six different cities. So if you are living in Chicago, New York, New Jersey, um, Los Angeles, and San Francisco, then you have an opportunity to see this movie in theaters so definitely um, check out SerialBuddies.com because it's absolutely hilarious it's called the first serial killer buddy comedy Adventures of Serial Buddies um, and there's an all-star cast in it Kathy Lee Gifford's in it Maria Menounos is in it um, Beth Bayers from Two Broke Girls um, Artie Lang it's absolutely hilarious you're bound to love it the trailer's online now so you can go check it out for yourself yeah, go check it out. It looks really funny. It's like mm-hmm. Dexter meets uh, Dumb and Dumber. Yes. Or something. That is the quote. Yes. The trailer. I was but like, something like that. It really <laughs> does describe it perfectly. Yeah. Very accurately. Um, back to the Lion Game. Not Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> um, back to the Lion Game. Uh, this topic is the old people love square. We've had a love square uh, with this the younger the generation. Part. But this is it's definitely the juiciest part. Um, last episode, Alec was coming on to Kristen, didn't kiss her, just teased her, and then this episode, they end up kissing. And the whole plan with Rebecca breaking up the marriage and everything, I did not think Kristen would be the one to initiate the kiss with him and really break up the marriage. I thought she would be the last person to do that. She's clearly had feelings that she's suppressed for countless years probably two decades even since they were in high school, right? Yeah. Oh, and speaking of that, we were talking about the whole Emma and Ethan situation. Remember, she has that talk with Kristen, and Kristen said, look, I had the two guys in high school, your dad and Alec, and I went with the safer one. I didn't go after my heart. Oh. Didn't she say, like, like, is that... That was kind of ad-libbed. Something along those lines. It was something along the lines of how she... Like, Ted was the one that was looking good on paper, basically, yeah. that he was the right choice, but it wasn't what she really wanted. Yeah. And now look where she is. Yeah. So I found that interesting that she kind of gave that as an example and advice. Yeah. It is It is weird. I never really put that together. Um, so do you think, though, that Alec is the nicer guy right now? Mm. Years down the line? Yeah, I I think 
I'm happy for Kristen that she's going after what she wants and mm-hmm. she can be happy. She deserves and to be happy. Yeah, me too. And I'm annoyed with Ted at how mad he got that she kissed someone else while they're about to get divorced and he cheated on her and had babies and all these other, you know, like mm-hmm. lies and yeah. on top of lies and he gets so annoyed that she kissed someone else. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I don't know. I'm not a really big fan of either right now, Ted or Alec. Well, this is the thing. I think it's, I mean, Rebecca's needed that that push to, you know, get her way. And this was it. But I, I just feel like it's going to cause more drama this entire time. And is that really what Rebecca wanted? Like, does she want to? I don't know. Oh, well, and then Rebecca and Ted hook up, and... Oh, my gosh. That was really weird. They just start, like... He, like, goes and makes out with her, and then... Wait, I wrote it down. What did they say? Oh, he was like, I've done things, and she's like, I've done things, too, and he's like, someday I'll tell you about them. Mm-hmm. And then they start making out, and yeah. I was like, that's really That was the very weird. end. Actually, when um, Ted sent Rebecca that text message, I need to see you, I thought that he was going to murder her or something. I genuinely, I thought that he was going to do something or confront her again. Because every time she's come on to him in the past, it's failed. And this is the first time she schemed and it actually worked. Yeah. Um, This time was the first time where she actually had any legitimate um, things that she came to Ted with when she told him that, you know, she saw them kissing. But I don't know. I just thought that he would, he would like, shoot the messenger, literally. I was so surprised. I mean, it's just, it's TV, I know, but the exact moment that she kissed Alex, or Alec, she's just standing there. Rebecca's just, like, watching. It's like, come on. Yeah. No way that would happen. Out of all the people that could have seen, they were in a very public place. They were. They, they should have done that behind closed doors because they know that it's going to be controversial. Um, but... It also, I mean, it creates drama, and it was another, like, two guys fighting over the same girl. It's definitely paralleling the other love square that we have going on, where there were some punches thrown. And, I mean, it's the same thing. Like, Ted and Alec are good friends, but they're fighting over the same girl, kind of going back to bad girl, good girl. And that's what we have with Ethan, Thayer, Emma, and Sutton. It's the exact same thing, but... You would think the people that are 25 years older would know better. I know. And theirs is more messed up. They yeah. have way more problems. And mm-hmm. I like it. It's more exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I like their problems. I felt so bad for Laurel, though, because last episode, she finds out about Emma, and she's an emotional wreck. And then this episode, she finds out her parents are getting divorced, and I she's know. so upset. She can't catch a break. It's really sad. Yeah. Well, last topic of the night the shotgun wedding and the stakeout which leads to probably the biggest thing of this entire episode dan and Teresa are getting married and for me i didn't realize they were getting married that fast yeah they two days from the beginning of the episode yeah it's weird shotgun wedding yeah (laughs) (laughs) is Teresa pregnant or is it just that they've been waiting so long to get married seems i don't know what the rush is yeah 
I mean, they do love each other. They seem like a good, solid couple. And they don't care about it being, like, big and fancy and things, obviously. Mm-hmm. They just want to have, like, Clearly beer with and being close engaged friends. With a beer can. Yeah. <laughs> um, they don't care about it being fancy. Um, they so, sound so hillbilly-ish when we I talk know, about them. I know, but they but really aren't. Yeah. Uh, so, Teresa mentions that Derek's mother has been um, getting these flowers all the time, Um on his grave. On his grave. Fresh ones every week, right? And, yeah, so his mother and Teresa are kind of worried, like, is this the killer? Is it someone who's remorseful for doing something to him? And Who they asked around this? to all his friends and family, and no one said they were doing it. Yeah. Um, so Teresa can't shake this, um, even though they have their, you know, night before the wedding party, and she should be, you know, taking the next few days off. Uh, Dan kind of says... Workaholic. Yeah. He's like, can you just do our wedding and then you can go out on this, like, this will be your wedding present. You can go and hunt down this case all you want. Until then, just focus on us. She can't do it, though. She goes on a stakeout because she wants answers now. And and he doesn't know that, right? Because she was like, oh, it's bad luck to see the bride before the wedding. Mm -hmm. Gotta go home. I'll see you at the altar. So she kind of sneaks away. I know. And then Sutton calls her while she's at the stakeout at the graveyard and wants to meet at the diner in an hour. We'll find out if that To tell her something. Yes. And then... Teresa sees a dark shadow of someone lurking in it's a in the yes it's a <laughs> they're in the graveyard digging up the grave from Pretty Little Liars no they're no, not no um, but it was very yes, Pretty Little Liars it was running around a graveyard yes. there's someone hiding behind a tree or a tombstone mm-hmm. in a hoodie yeah. so I was like okay <laughs> this is way too similar to yeah. what I was watching before this <laughs> yeah so flowers on Derek's grave. Teresa picks them up. They're fresh. She looks Brand up. New. And the person and she says, that laid them you. there is you. Who is it? She just looks at the camera and says, you. And then they leave us hanging yeah. again. Is it someone currently in the cast? Is it Char? Is she coming back? Someone she knows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I would I love it to be Char because she she loved Derek. She's that would just gone be, too. I know, but like if she came back and she was like, oh, like I loved him and I'm putting flowers on his grave, then it wouldn't be so crazy. That's actually a really She's good just prediction like, that it could be her. It could be something not. Um, you know, not a killer at all. Nothing to do with this, but she's just like, oh, yeah. She's like, just sad and misses I, I don't think it's that. But I... That's a good prediction, I thought that would though, be cool. because I almost forgot that Char existed. <laughs> <laughs> I think most people did. I forgot I mean, about her She's character. been gone for a long, long time. Um, so, I mean, other people that it could be, it could be the killer of Derek. It could be um, someone else. We don't know. We know that it's not Sutton. So I we really can, we hope can rule it out comes people out next week and like takes where it left off. Yeah, I I really hope so too. Um, I also hope that Teresa is still alive because if it is the murderer, then she could be in serious trouble. She might not show up to her wedding day if it's the murderer, which I was thinking. Or more too. importantly, the diner. Yeah, the diner. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get real. <laughs> yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. On next week. So, <laughs> yeah. I wonder what will happen. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think there's any news and gossip this week. It was a light week on news and gossip. Um, but predictions for next episode. And now, you're after Buzz. <laughs> I just love that music. 
so I think that you, whoever that is, uh, there's going to be something where they're either talking or chasing after mm-hmm. each other, and it's going to interfere with both the diner and the wedding. Yeah, and mess those up. I wanna, I wanna eliminate people from this because I, I re- literally just watched this episode, so I haven't had time to fully comprehend everything. We know that it's not Sutton because she was on the phone um, in another location. Wouldn't be we Emma. Know, we know. I don't Obviously. think it's Emma. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that it's not um, Ted or Rebecca, actually, because they're both making out somewhere, mm-hmm. doing other stuff. Um, and who else can we eliminate? Who was at the wedding when she left? But it, it was it like was an hour later, or two though, after the wedding, so, so they could have snuck out. Yeah. Hmm. Could I be a know. number of people. There's too many options. Yeah. I would think that it would be um, someone... <laughs> I, I would think that it would be someone um, negative. You know, like, I would think that it would be the Kristen or the... Or not the Kristen or the Ted. Um, Rebecca or Ted. Yeah. I was thinking Alec for a little bit. Okay. You just enough. want us to wrap up, don't you? <laughs> There's okay. just so much to talk about Well, with predictions. since Steven doesn't want us to do any more predictions, I think we will leave it off at that. that was, I was just playing the music for you guys to guess who to get rid of people. Yeah. I wasn't cutting you off. I know. Um, but let's let's save the predictions for our fans. If you guys have any predictions of your own, please leave them in the comments on iTunes or YouTube. We will definitely respond to those. You can also... Find us on Twitter. You can find Continue me the conversation. on Twitter at Danica Kennedy. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter at Katherine Kelly. You can find all of us here on uh, Twitter at AfterBuzzTV. Until next week, thanks for watching. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.